Hey there, MuggleCast listeners. I am back to inform you of some excellent news. GoDaddy.com is having better deals than ever. For only $3.59 a month for 12 months, you can get GoDaddy.com's economy package. With 250 gigs of bandwidth, 5 gigs of storage, and up to 500 email accounts, you can get your own website up and running with success. And as usual, enter code MUGGLE, that's M-U-G-G-L-E, when you check out. Save an additional 10% on any order. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. Today's MuggleNet podcast is brought to you by Borders. In May, thousands of Harry Potter fans descended upon New Orleans for the Phoenix Rising Conference. Borders was there to take in the sights and share a lively discussion of the series that has bewitched the world with some of Harry's most dedicated fans. Listen in to watch the action yourself. Check out the Phoenix Rising Borders book club discussion at BordersMedia.com slash Harry Potter or click on the Borders banner at the top of the MuggleNet page. Because we are la 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 live! This is MuggleCast episode 119 for November 10th, 2010! Welcome to MuggleCast Live. It is uh, 3.01 p.m. Eastern Standard Time here on the Eastern Seaboard. Uh, Mike and Laura are here. Hey, everybody. And hey. not loud enough. Try that again. Um, hey. There we go. Hey. Yay. Uh, we're going to start the uh, show off this week with a fun new segment. This is called uh, Listener. Please stop listening to our show. You have a dirty mouth. Email of the week. Micah. All right. The first one comes from Eric, 38, of Dallas, Texas. And he said, Dear MuggleCast, I was listening to the last episode of MuggleCast and could not believe my ears. I mean, what the bleep is up with all the bleeping cursing? I thought this was a fam, fam, family-friendly show. 
What a crock of bleep. If you don't all figure out how to edit the bleeping show properly, I'll have to come and bleep slap the group of you. Jesus bleeping Christ, get your bleep together and stop with all the family unfriendly talk. Uh, okay. Well, we should add that Eric was just kidding. He said, great show, guys. Seriously, I will keep listening and laughing as I do. Oh, okay. That was funny. Uh, Yeah, so the reason for that email is (laughs) last week I uh, accidentally left in a naughty, naughty word (laughs) (laughs) said by Laura. Yeah, Uh, thanks. (laughs) No problem. And uh, I was like, Laura, I'm so sorry. I wasn't paying attention. Um, listen, it happens on the show. I mean, we say it when we're recording uh, all the time. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Really. Hopefully it doesn't happen today, though. Uh, no, because we are live today <laughs> on Ustream, and we have right now over 500 listeners on the Ustream feed, uh, so things are going good so far. Uh, we got a couple of things to talk about on this week's show. We're going to uh, start it off as a normal show. We're not going to be taking calls until later in the episode. So, uh, we're going to jump right into some news stories. Unless, Mikey, you want to read off the news to us and treat it like a uh, pre-recorded show. Um, no, I don't really to. have the news right now, so <laughs> that'd be uh, that's awkward. not going to happen. Okay, that'd be awkward. <laughs> Very okay. awkward. Uh, so, we'll start off with something that uh, we've been seeing really every year. I mean, it's it's a good story, but it never actually happens. Joe is being considered, once again, for Time Person of the Year. And uh, they have a, they have pros and cons for each candidate that they're considering. And the pros for Joe, she finished a seven-book epic that will be read by children and lots of adults for generations to come. Slowly creeping up on Agatha Christie as the Ag- mo- huh, Agatha, Agatha, Agatha Christie as the most read author not named Shakespeare. Uh, and the con, the con, the reason why uh, Joe should not be person of the year. Seventh book wasn't her best, and hard to argue that she was the most important person of 2007. Um, so I thought we should talk about why we think... Well, first of all, I, I think she's certainly a very good candidate for Person of the Year, don't you guys think? So Yeah, I think so too. And I think that that's really cruddy reasoning to say that the seventh book wasn't her best. Um, it's all really a matter of opinion, I think. A lot of people really liked the seventh book. A lot of people didn't. And, I mean, if you want to say that she wasn't the most important person of 2007, um, who was last year's person? You. 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 I don't think that you (laughs) were the most important person of 2007. Hey, that's kind of mean. You mean 2006? You know what I mean. (laughs) Whatever. But... I mean, she finished this epic series in 2007, so why shouldn't she have it? Yeah, I mean, I, I there's no, they don't give a good reason why she shouldn't be. Just because the seventh book, if they think it wasn't her best, why does that mean she shouldn't? It's about the series as a whole, not just that one book. Right. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a culmination of a seven-part series. If at any time she deserved the award, I think it would be now. Yeah. And you should also factor in all the charity work that she does. I mean, she raises so much money probably every single year for so many different charities that I think that would touch on, you know, sort of the international community as well, not just her books, but her charity work. Yeah, I agree with that. And, you know, also, it's just like, you know, you wonder who else they're nominating. Uh, I don't have the list up right now. Um, Let me get it up real quick. Let's see here. Loading, loading, loading. 
Loading, loading. Uh, well, J.K. Rowling <laughs> is currently ranking number one right now, but that's because all the fan sites were like, "Go oh, vote for her." Uh, in number two, uh, number two spot, Al Gore. Number three, Steve Jobs. Obama's number four. Clinton's over five. Uh, Hillary Clinton is number five. Uh, General David P- Petraeus is number six. Condoleezza Rice is seven. Uh, who Gentil? I don't know who that is. Who Gentil? Laura, do you know? Or Micah? Um, no, but please tell <laughs> me that that um, General Petraeus and Condoleezza Rice will not win over J.K. Rowling because <laughs> I would cry. <laughs> I would cry anguished tears. <laughs> oh, my God. Vladimir Putin's number nine and Muhammad <laughs> Ahajamadja is number ten. Um... Oh my god! First of all, let's go through this list. Obama and Clinton—they're not person of the year unless they win the election next year. I don't think. Yeah. And that wouldn't even be th- this year. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Steve Jobs—he's very cool, but you know, he invented the iPhone. It's I, I, as much as an Apple fan that I am, I can't. Is he that great? <laughs> Does he deserve it? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, let's see who else we got. Al Gore. Al Gore won the Nobel Peace par- Prize uh, this year. That's definitely something. Uh, yeah, I think that that is definitely justified. Yeah, but he got it. Come on, what's what's the what's the person of the year award compared to Nobel Peace Prize? It's nothing. Condi, uh, <laughs> Laura basically said that. Uh, no. So yeah, I mean, it's hard. It's hard. I'm gonna make that the Ustream poll right now. I mean, I have a feeling everyone's gonna vote for it. <laughs> vote for Joe anyway, but. Michael, what do you think? Is do you think Joe's a good candidate for person of the year? Yeah, uh, definitely. I mean, there, there's always going to be people on here who are sort of more worldly individuals, but I think that she sits right up there as far. I mean, you know, before talking about her charity work and then talking about just the influence she's had on the entire world, not necessarily one country. You know, you look at at Putin or uh, whatever. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name um, in Iran. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't really see how much competition she's going to have from these other people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, who's, who's affected that many people throughout the world aside from her in this particular group of people? I don't think there's anyone. Yeah, I mean, a lot of those people have definitely affected um, some people. A couple of them, uh, not as good as others, but I really think that Joe has the farthest outreach. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm starting to get emails from people saying, "Well, you know, we have the general secretary of the Communist Party of China, we have the head of Iran, we have you know the president of Russia." Right. So, why are you saying that J.K. Rowling has more influence on these people? But I think a large part she does. I have a feeling it'll be a political figure because just because of the war going on, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it it all depends who's sitting at that table at Time Magazine. You know what they like. If they're all Harry Potter fans, I think J.K. Rowling would have been Person of the Year a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, but well, has she been nominated before? Yeah, she has. Yeah, I thought. So, uh, whatever. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Ah, I did enjoy being person of the year last year, though. That made me feel good about myself. <laughs> yeah, I bet it did. Uh, Helen McCrory 
was cast as Narcissa Malfoy. She was going to be cast as Bellatrix Lestrange, but then she got pregnant, um, and she so she couldn't film. Now they're taking her back. I guess WB must really like her a lot since they're giving her a second chance, and she's going to be Narcissa Malfoy. Um, I'm happy with this because she sort of she 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 looks similar to um, who plays Bellatrix. Um, Helena Bonham Carter. Right. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, they sort of look similar in their face, which would help when you're looking like sisters. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's a good choice. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people complaining though, because, um, Helen McCrory has dark hair and dark eyes. So? Well, Narcissa's blonde. Well, well I mean, Jason like, and what I, wasn't a blonde. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, I wanted to say to address that is there's this lovely thing called hair dye and wig. <laughs> and a wig. And yeah. contacts. Yeah, someone actually said that to me the other day. They were like, well, I don't think she looks like her. And I'm like, well, once you get, once you throw a wig on her, you know, uh, Robbie Coltrane doesn't look like Hagrid. Minerva, <laughs> no. or, you know, Minerva McGonagall is not a spitting image of what's-her-face. I got to yeah, brush up on my yeah. actress. And, name. you know, Michael Gambon doesn't run around with his hippie beard. Right, <laughs> yeah. So. Wigs, people, wigs. Yep. Jason Isaacs, does he wear a wig, too? Yeah, that's what I said. Weren't you listening, Micah? No. Oh. Okay, so... (laughs) Another news story. J.K. Rowling updates fans on the Harry Potter lexicon situation. Uh, Of course, we had a little talk about this last week. Um, And she wrote on her website, A judge in New York granted an order against RDR Books in respect to the proposed book, The Harry Potter Lexicon, such order applying to any proposed licensing of the book worldwide. Judge Patterson has imposed a restraining order on the publishers of the Lexicon, which will remain in place until February 2008. This means that the book cannot be completed, published, or marketed until the court has had time to decide whether it would break the law if published in its present form. And Joe goes on to say, I take no pleasure in the fact that publication has been prevented for the present. On the contrary, I feel massively disappointed that this matter had to come to court at all. Despite repeated requests, the publishers have refused to even countenance making, count, countenance making any changes to the book to ensure that it does not infringe my rights. What, Micah, what do you think about this? You weren't on the show last week. What do you think of this whole situation? Does Steve Vanderark should he stand by it and publish that darn book? Um, I think that he is in a tough situation because he allowed RDR Books to really respond for him instead of maybe trying to do it himself. It seems that RDR Books has really taken the wrong approach here and not tried to work with Warner Brothers or J.K. Rowling in any way whatsoever. And that's kind of the feeling that Joe has been giving, I think, a lot of her fans the last couple of weeks, is that this is an issue that has been tried to be worked out, and it doesn't seem like anybody on the side of the lexicon or RDR books is stepping up to try and make the situation one that's easy to work with. Yeah. I mean, just based on the last thing that she said, you know, that the publishers have refused to make any changes. I know Warner Brothers... um, wasn't there a part where they asked to receive a copy of the book and they said, well, why don't you just tell one of your workers to print the website? And, you know, that kind of attitude I don't really think is something that is going to help them out at all. You know, just, oh, go and print the website, go and print the website, that's the book. I mean, I think if they would have sent a copy over and Warner Brothers made whatever changes they felt were necessary, Joe made whatever changes she thought necessary, that probably could have been worked out in the end. Yeah, yeah. 
it's just a disappointing situation. I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, she's clearly disappointed too. Who? Joe. I mean, oh, she's yeah, she's PO'd. Uh, well, I mean, it's not just that. I mean, you can tell that she's so disappointed that it's come down to this because she'd been such a fan of the lexicon, you know? Yeah, I, I'm 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 waiting for the day that she retracts the fan site award. Oh, I don't think she would do that. <laughs> I've been, I've been checking it too, just in case, because I don't know. You are obnoxious. She would not do that. You never know. You never know. Um, well, you know, who would have thought she would ever sue a fan site? Well, when, they, when they're trying to sell okay. facts verbatim from her books, yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. And, um, okay, we don't want to talk about Dumbledore being gay much, but uh, the trio did respond to the comments, and I thought their uh, responses were pretty funny, so... I do want to play them right now, and we'll uh, talk about them. This is is a report from IGN, so you're going to hear an English accent woman at first. With a load of hormonal teenage witches and wizards running around Hogwarts, the love life of its elderly headmaster, Albus Dumbledore, was never really the focus. Until now, Harry Potter author J.K. Rowling recently outed the character as gay to the shock of fans around the world. It was also a surprise to stars Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint and Emma Watson, who played Harry, Ron and Hermione in all five films. But I was just thinking, oh, she's winding them up. And then it came out in the papers and I was like, oh, maybe she really, really means it then. And I thought it was hilarious. And why shouldn't he be gay? He's never had a wife. Good point, Dan Radcliffe. Dan Radcliffe says in this video, if you didn't hear Laura <laughs> just now, Dan Radcliffe says in this video, guys, uh, why, why shouldn't he be gay? He never had a wife. And Dan was totally cool with it. And uh, he thought the same thing I, I did when she first announced it. He thought Joe was just messing with him at first, but, messing with us, the fans, first. But then, you know, it turned out to be true. Uh, yeah. So the best part of this video is from Rupert. They basically cut him off halfway through the set. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Here it is. Fine. No, I was quite shocked, really, because um, you don't really expect it. It makes sense. Cut, cut. <laughs> like mid-sentence, he's like, oh, I didn't really expect it, but cut to Emma. Uh, yeah, Rupert, a man of many words there. And then uh, Emma's response. And so I was like, yeah, um, it fits together, so. The gang are currently... It fits together, says Emma. It fits together. I have a feeling she wasn't really, like, someone just broke the news to her. She was just like, oh, it fits. Yeah, um, I don't know. Do you guys not care about Dumbledore being <laughs> Well, I didn't know if you were still playing something. <laughs> and to be honest, I'm so tired of Dumbledore being gay. Dumbledore, well, hey, stop being hey, gay. hey. Stop talking. It's kind of mean. No, no, no. I mean, it's just like everybody keeps sending in emails about Dumbledore being gay. And I'm just like, stop it! He's gay! No one cares anymore! <laughs> yeah. Please! Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's an old story. We're trying to move on from it. I'm sure once we take callers in a little bit, everyone's going to be like, Do you guys think that Dumbledore guy is going to have a problem on the thing? We should the just hang out. The email I read about it is, was, uh, he's a fictional character. Why do people care so much? Yeah. Exactly. Well, it, well, it's the same question. Why do we analyze? But let's not analyze it again, so... Uh, a couple quick announcements, then we'll get to one email. Oh, by the way, Eric was supposed to be on the show. I'm pretty sure he said he was going to be here today. And then... 
he's nowhere to be found. Yep. So what? What did we say, Andrew? What did we say? We knew he wasn't going to be here on time. Yeah. Oh, which doesn't surprise me. Okay, so uh, a couple quick announcements first. First of all, thank you everyone for voting for us on Podcast Alley. We are uh, high up there. I think I just said Owie. Thank you. And uh, let's see where we are right now. We're number three right now. Perfect. Perfect positioning. Thank you, everyone, for voting for us on there. You can continue to vote to uh, share your support for the show over at PodcastAlley.com. And uh, don't forget, MuggleCast ringtones are for sale over at uh, MuggleCast.com, and there's a banner at the top. Those are go to helping us uh, raise some money for the show, any future live events that we do, our equipment, costs, etc., etc., and uh, it's the one thing WB hasn't yelled, us, yelled at us at for selling. So we're going to run with it until they do. <laughs> uh, moving on to Muggle na- Mail now. There is this one email about Dumbledore being gay. Did any of you guys put this in? I don't remember putting it in. Um, I'm afraid I, to read it. I didn't put anything in. Yeah, I put it in. Because we had spoken about this one before. It was, it was a, sort of an opinion on a Dumbledore tolerance in America. Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, do you want to read through it quick? Sure. It comes from Claire15 in London. She says, Hi guys, I'm writing to you to say I love the show and you guys are great hosts. Firstly, I wanted to comment on the revelation that Dumbledore is gay. I think that this is a cool fact, but I really do not understand why it's created such a mass controversy. I probably won't make any friends by saying this, but I think it's causing much more problems in America than here in England, where no one really seems to care that much. No offense to any of the American listeners who do not have a problem with homosexuality intended, but it's very odd to me that people in a country as great and vast as yours seem to have so little tolerance for others. It's kind of ironic that one of the main plot lines in the books is about promoting prejudice and hatred of others with the whole uh, pure-blood, mud-blood dynamic, yet some of the series' self-proclaimed biggest fans can't tolerate people in their own lives. It saddens me that after reading all the Harry Potter books, some fans still haven't got the message that discrimination is wrong. Wasn't that kind of the whole point? I know you're probably sick to the back teeth of Dumbledore emails, and I hope this doesn't ruffle too many feathers, but I felt I had to say something. Thank you, and keep recording, Claire. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I haven't talked to Jamie about this yet, but I don't think it's making much press over in UK. No, well, definitely... I mean, I have to say... Even when we were in Toronto over the summer, I noticed just I noticed a lot more homosexual couples like in the open, I guess, like walking around together. And like it just seemed like it wasn't as big of a deal there. And so I think that she definitely makes a point that people um, tend to not be as open to it here. Not that everyone is, because I'm sure now we're going to get 10 million emails um, yelling at us for saying Americans are intolerant, which isn't true. But I think that. She definitely does make a good point on her front. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. It's it, America overdoes everything within the media. The media destroys everything. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that. Um, Mike, everyone in the chat saying you made a quack noise earlier in the show when you were reading that email, and I have to say, I think you did. Quack. You made. Yeah, a, I heard it too. Yeah, you made a quack noise. Okay. And feed just died, but I think it's coming back. No, it's it, it's back. Okay. Uh, Ustream. Thank you, Ustream, for hosting us for free, by the way. Maybe now it won't crash as much. All right. Uh, so let's go to... Uh, oh, okay. Adv- uh, advice with MuggleCast. 
Uh, we did this last week, and then we got another email this week from someone uh, who has another question asking how we can help them. And I think this is fun, sort of like helping people out with uh, Harry Potter problems. Don't you guys? I agree. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking Quack. forward to this next one. <laughs> Quack. <laughs> <laughs> you, I think it was a bug. I think it was a bug in the system. But it did, you did make a weird noise, Micah. Anyway. Dear Andrew, first of all, thank you for reading this. I'm sorry to bug you, but I think that you might be able to answer my question about Equus. Here it is. I'm a 13-year-old girl from Michigan originally, but right now we're in Georgia. I'll be 14 in 56 days on December 30th. That's a fun birthday to have, right between Christmas and New Year's. Or whatever holiday you celebrate. By the time Equus came to Broadway, it would almost be my 15th birthday. My dad is in with the Army, and I found out that for my eighth move, we'll be in Washington, D.C. We'd be about five hours away from New York City. When I, fu- when I found out that Dan was confirmed to come to New York, I went crazy. I've been in love with Harry Potter for nine years this December, and I used to be a huge Dan fangirl before I moved on to Oliver Phelps. <laughs> I've been trying to meet, or at least be in the same room, as many cast members of the movies as possible. I've already met three. Even just seeing Dan would be amazing. And this may be my only opportunity unless I save up enough money for two tickets to the Lon- to London for the Deathly Hallows premiere. My only problem is my mother. I have a strong feeling that she's going to have a problem with the naked Dan love scene. Is it really all that bad? I mean, I'd be almost 15, and I've been told that I'm very mature for my age. My own mom even says that I'm 13 going on 27. And it's not like I'm going to this as a complete Harry Potter fan. I promise that no robes, Gryffindor tie, or Harry Potter-related t-shirts would be involved. I would just uh, want to see a phenomenal play with Dan in it. Considering what you are... Considering that you are the one to usually censor the show and remind your co-host that it is indeed a children's podcast, although 117 was hopelessly hysterical and I won't be letting my mom listen to it, what do you think? Should I even bother to try and convince her to let me get tickets, or am I fighting a lost cause? Laura, what do you think? If you were 13, well, if you were going to be 15, and you said, Mommy, I want to see Equus. And, my uh, mom absolutely let me go. Like, And I don't think that... See, I've never been of the opinion that children should be sheltered from nudity because I feel like a body is a body and everyone has one. So I just I don't see the reason why somebody shouldn't be allowed to see Equus yeah. just because there's someone naked in it. Especially if you're complimenting your daughter on being mature for her age. And yeah, that's yeah. I mean, let's face it. She's seen well, that. I mean, you, you've seen, seen the play. So what exactly goes on in this scene? Exactly. Well, <laughs> well, that's what I mean, you don't want to tell your mom. Um, <laughs> basically, uh, up until that point, Dan is completely enthralled with horses. And uh, so him and the girl, this girl, I forget what her name is in the play now. It's been a while. But uh, him and this girl are alone in this room. And this girl wants to have Relation. relationships with Dan. So, uh, she takes off her clothes first, and then Dan takes off his clothes, very slowly, mind you. And, uh, let's see what happens. After. At, th- at this point, I was totally giggling. I was c- totally fangirling. I was like, oh my god, Dan! Um, so, <laughs> just kidding, it wasn't really. And, at that point, they start, um, how do you say? Having relationships. And... <laughs> <laughs> but it's not there's no contact um it's just they're both naked there's lots of movement but there's no contact he's right over top of her and then dan realizes oh my god 
I like horses better or something like that. <laughs> no, don't laugh. This is a serious play. I shouldn't be laughing. Um, she he likes horses. I can't remember. I'm sorry. But so, I'll say right now, my my parents probably would not let me. They were weird with me just going in March. They were like, "Why do you want to see that?" Um, so that's a hard thing. To, I don't know. I it it varies from parent to parent. If it was my kid, though, I would say sure. I mean, nothing actually happens. It's not like, you know, a, a adult film or anything. They don't treat it like that. It's a very mature take on it. Oh, and by the way, by the time you get to that scene, I think I've mentioned this before, by the time you get to that scene, um, it, it doesn't matter. Like, you're just like, eh, he's naked. Who cares? It's like, because you wait like two hours to get to that scene. It's past intermission and it's towards the very end. So. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess if you research the story a little bit and talk to your mom about it and tell her that it's not just Dan running around on stage naked. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think that's one big part of it. People just assume, oh, he's naked the whole time. It's stupid. It makes this, sense. Uh, maybe this is going back to what that email was talking about before and just... I don't know, maybe it's something different in this country that we care more about that type of thing than in other countries. Because when, well, here's a perfect question for you, Andrew. When you went to see it, how many younger kids were there, you know, that you would say were, mm. I don't know, 15, 16 years old? Were there a lot? Um, no, I have to, I think it's, um, it was mo- it was mostly adults, I have to say. Uh, but that was a good two months after... I saw it uh, after it it started uh, playing. So right. there weren't many, but like I said on last week's show, I really think that in New York City you're going to get a younger crowd. Oh, definitely. But is there all the, so the possibility of maybe even them putting an age restriction on it? I mean, can they do that on Broadway? Uh, I don't well, really know. I don't know. But why? I mean, if you're like, uh, it probably varies from play to play. I don't know. It's it's a tough decision. I think if you tell your parents exactly what happens and say, "Listen, I want to see this because I'm a fan of, a fan of Dan and his work," you know. Mm-hmm. Overall, though, I think it's gonna be hard when that place starts up in on Broadway because there's gonna be a lot of fangirls there. I real especially the first few shows. Uh, yeah. Uh, like I was saying during the last show, just think about all the people who got together in New York for the reading, even though they weren't going. <laughs> so I'm just imagining, like, there's going to be Facebook groups of people who are planning to go to the exact same show. There's going to be at least one night where it's all fandom people. Yeah, definitely. Okay, well, uh, let's move along here. People, uh, just real quick, there are a couple of people having stream problems, but I just turned the quality down more, so hopefully that fixes it. I should just disable the chat, because apparently it's screwing up a lot of people's feeds. <clears throat> but anyway, um, I guess we'll move on to some calls now, and take calls for the rest of the show, where uh, we'll talk to you guys about whatever you want, Harry Potter, whether it's theories or... News developments or Dumbledore. Oh, guess who's calling? Guess who's giving me a ring a ding frickin' ding? Eric, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey. How's it going? Hey, uh, it's 3.30. Way to be on time. (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. It's funny because I'm logged into the chat now and I can hear myself talk, so I'm going to exit yeah, out of that window. Yeah, this or is a live program hold. we're doing. We're live. Okay, live. Wow, live to tape. All right, guys. Hey, live. What's going on? Uh, How you doing? Nothing. We were actually just going to start taking calls. Sweet. Can I ask why you were late, though? This is unacceptable. Uh, yeah, it's, um, it's about 9.30 a.m., and I kind of had a big late night last night. Ooh, out party? So, Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, see, uni's out right now. So I've I've been in uni since uh, sort of February, and <laughs> my exams are over, and uh, I had a party. So, uh, sorry, guys. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a relief. Um, really relieved, and it was a good, it was good fun. So, sorry, guys. But it is 9.30. Ugh, it's a, it's this okay. time difference is right. killing me. Good morning, New Zealand. <laughs> Caller, you're live on MuggleCast. What's going on? Yes, uh, I got on. Oh, hi, Mindy. I thought Skype hey, crashed for a second. Hey, you guys hear me? Yep. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me mute my feed. Um, Thank you. Well, um, I'm going to ask you a question I've been thinking about ever since I first read the book. Oh, okay. And, um, okay. Um, you know, in the um, the Phoenix Lament in the Half Blood Prince, where Ginny tells Harry that um, if he hadn't given them the Felix Felices, they wouldn't have survived because it seemed like all the spells were like missing them. You know that part. Well, do you guys think that if um, they had drank in Felix Felices right before they had gone in the flight, where in the chapter of the Seven Potters, do you think none of the people would have died? Hmm. Uh. That's uh, theoretically, yes, they yeah. would have, right? Yeah, I just thought it was kind of stupid that that didn't happen, you know, it just would have been logical. Yeah, didn't they, I can't remember the specifics behind um, how long it takes to create the Felix Felicis, like, how long it takes to it's do not, it? I actually looked that up, and it's not in the books. Okay. Yeah, well, but at the same time, um, Polyjuice itself takes very long to get, and that didn't stop them long. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to brew it sort of under seven moons. That's their yeah, new book, th- too. Yeah. Um, do you mind if I shout out to somebody? Sure. Okay, I have a friend I met on through the Harry Potter um, fandom, and her name is Bethany, and she's at home crying because she doesn't have a headset and she can't call in. Aww. So, Aww. Cry I promised her a shout out to us. her. Please don't cry over us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for calling, Mindy. Okay, thanks for taking my call. No problem. Hi, Hi, caller. You're live on MuggleCast. Andrew? Yeah, what's up? Uh, you're... Oh, wow. I just forgot how to talk. Your uh, listener, Please Stop Listening, this week came from Dallas, Texas, right? Um... Wait, are you from Dallas? I see your area code. I'm just north of Dallas. <laughs> okay, I, I, used your to, area code. I used to... No, I used to live in Dallas, and I saw your area code, and I got really excited. Oh, oh no way. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, he was from Dallas, yeah. His name's Eric. Are you Eric? No. Okay, good. <laughs> no, Andrew, no, I'm Eric. No, hey, can't you get the... that right after 100 and... No, 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 the email or the email at the start of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, he was from Dallas. Anyway, uh, I just wanted to say, please don't judge Texas muggle casters by that guy. Oh, no. <laughs> he said no, he was no. kidding anyway. <laughs> he was joking. Yeah, he was joking. Oh, oh, the... Screen keeps cutting out. I couldn't hear that part. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, the 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 when we release this show, probably later tonight, it, it won't be cut out. So we're okay. having some server problems on UStream, I guess, because yeah. the show's pretty popular. <laughs> so uh, I guess that's it. All right. Cool. Thanks for Pickles. calling. Pickles. Bye. 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 
<laughs> Pickles. Phil. Quack. Hey. <laughs> Mike is starting quack. What's up, Phil? Uh, not much. Where are you calling from? Uh, Orange County, California. Nice, nice. Hey, I'm uh, looking into uh, living out there maybe in another year or so. Cool, you can come over here. Yeah, you got an apartment I can stay at? Yeah, sure. Oh, sweet. Sweet, cool. Do a live mocha cast or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll still be going <laughs> then. Hey, why not? What's cool. so funny about that, Eric? I, no, broadcasting from the apartment. Oh. Yeah. I guess that's funny, yeah. What, what's up, Phil? Uh, I don't know. I completely forgot about <laughs> what I was going to say. Well, how's the weather today in Orange County? Actually, it's pretty good. It's been cloudy for the last week and a half. Oh, nice. Yeah. Neat. Okay, help me out, chat. What should I say? Chat? Um, chat. Yes, the Ustream chat. Well, while you're thinking up your question, let's get another caller in here. Wesley. Okay, then. Hey, Wesley. Hey, guys. What's up? Not much. Where are you calling from? Arlington, Virginia. Arlington, Virginia. Okay. I got people all over the place here. What's going on? Uh, Sitting at home, kind of waiting for the day to happen, I guess. For the day to what? Words like, to live your life by. You know. Oh, yeah. Well, you got a question or something you want us to address? I really have a question, but I just wanted to say that you guys really inspired me because uh, I'm making a podcast where we're going to record the first episode this weekend. Oh, cool. What's, oh, cool. It, what's it called? Or what, what do you talk about on it? Uh, we, haven't, we don't have a name, but uh, we're going to talk about music because uh, it's, it's a bunch of my friends and we're going to start it. It's going to be fun. Sweet. Yeah. All right, cool. Phil, you got your uh, question back? Uh, kind of. <laughs> okay, what is uh, it? I don't know if you heard, but a certain character is gay. It's gay, yeah. You sound like yeah, I don't know if you've heard about that. Oh, God, that's how every question starts out these days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think uh, that was pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling, <laughs> Phil. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. No problem. I, I am you. See ya. All right. Cool. So, uh, Wesley, when are you yeah. when are you releasing your podcast? Uh, depends when I get it edited. Uh, probably Monday or Tuesday. Oh, okay. Cool. But I'll, I was gonna email you guys the the pilot episode. Oh, awesome! Yeah, we'll take a listen. Yeah, yeah definitely. Cool. Cool. Uh, well, uh, we'll let you go. Get some other uh, callers in here. Okay. Right, you guys later. See ya. Okay, let's take some calls. People call in if you got a question. If you got a question, preferably about Harry Potter. Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> so many people keep calling. Sorry, this is going to be another call. Martin. Oh, hi. Hi, what's going on? Oh, I didn't think I would come through. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. And you? How are you doing? Uh, we're doing good. How about where are you calling from? Uh, from Germany, Bonn. Germany, wow. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah, uh, thanks for having the live podcast because I have to say uh, at home tonight, so I uh, at least have something to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's on your mind? Uh, well, I wanted to thank you for the very good discussion in MuggleCast uh, 116. I think it was Eric's idea. Uh, to discuss uh, Dumbledore and um, 
value his actings all through the series. And uh, I really appreciated that because um, I, I'm still thinking about Dumbledore as a character and I'm not quite sure what I th have to think about him. It's not um, about him being gay, that's irrelevant. But um, uh, I think uh, you really did a good job on that. Oh, well, good. Thank you. Yeah, that was a yeah, fun yeah, discussion. I yeah, I really, really appreciate good. that. I thought that did turn out yeah. to be a really good show, so I really appreciate that your thought there. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Also, the, that's what I wanted to say, and I also wanted to say uh, you should really do a European tour. Uh, <laughs> I, I, no, I agree. I completely agree. We should definitely go and MuggleCast. We should have all seven of us um, oh, holding God. up the Tower of Pisa. Yeah, in oh, Pisa, Italy. Yeah, and um, also uh, Germany. You said um, I was in uh, Rotenburg. Roten Rotenburg. Yeah, Rotenburg. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, good uh, fun. Medieval town. Um, yeah, they've got the wall and and um, yeah, the yeah, Japanese yeah, yeah, helped yeah. rebuild it. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. really awesome yeah. town. Best I got a very cool, very nice chess set from there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've been there a few years ago, so um, it's quite nice if you like medieval towns. And um, if you're doing a European tour, uh, grab Alex Kampter and get him over here so we might see a decent wizard rock show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alex Carpenter. Okay. <laughs> we have to call Alex up. Yeah, uh, oh, uh, that would that would be fun. That would be a lot of fun and also cost a lot of money. Uh shout out to my German <laughs> buddy Timo Niels over there. I, I uh Martin, I got a, a friend over there who was a uh German exchange student. His name's Timo. Timo Niels. Yeah. And uh, Where's he from? Where is he from? Uh Schwashbach. Oh, no email? idea. Schwashbach. No. I don't know. I could send you his like MySpace URL or something. Um, so, uh, all right, cool. Well, thanks for calling, Martin. Glad to hear you enjoyed that discussion. Yeah, thank you. No and um, good luck with the live podcast. Thank you. Thank you. See you later. Thanks, thanks a lot, Bye. man. Bye. Uh, I like when foreigners call. He looks cool. He lo yeah. Uh, he sounds a little uh, bit like Borat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Kazakhstani and German. Urban are yeah, not the same. Well, it's the, it's the accent. Yeah, it's just it's just the accent. Sierra, but what's up? Not much. My name is Sierra. Is that the how song goes, or is it like? Um, it calls Sierra. This beat is. It's I get teased for a lot at school and with my friends. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so you oh. didn't really make her day any better, Andrew. <laughs> Sorry. No, you made my day better just by accepting my call. Don't oh, tell you that. Okay, good. Uh, so what's going on? Not much. Um, I've just been calling and trying to get on. It's cool. Oh, okay. Um, I wanted to ask you guys, um, well, especially you, Andrew, I saw your little um, road trip thing with your friends. Uh-huh. And how come you're not coming to Michigan? Uh, Sims and Friends is planning a tour that is going across the southern United States. Because uh, Sims and Friends feel that uh, the <laughs> the southern route to New Jersey would be a much better uh tour see because i have friends on there who are like we'll drive to go and then we'll call you but um i don't live anywhere near there and i was really sad oh sorry maybe uh sims and friends too next year really you should come to michigan okay <laughs> what is sims and friends is uh something mason matt and i are doing we're planning a little uh road trip after vegas oh very nice yeah uh, so, yeah, myspace.com slash Sims and Friends if anyone's interested. It's Mason's brainchild. All right. Uh, all right. Thank you. Uh, thank oh, you. can I give a shout out really quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, to Gak, to all of the vultures, yeah. I'm 
talking to them in our Amiibo chat right now, and they're all like, Sierra, you're on! And um, especially to my friends, Lindsay and Skye and Vivian, and to my friend Minnie. That's about it. Awesome. All right, well, thank you for calling. Thanks, love you guys. Thanks, bye. Especially you, Andrew. Oh my God! Thank Bye. You. Um. <laughs> hey, by the way, uh, by the by the way, before we get to the next caller, I'm looking for uh, an Emily Sweeney. If there's an Emily Sweeney in the audience, uh, could you please uh, private message me on UStream? Uh, I need to have a word no, with you. Uh, let's take a oh, no. caller now. That sounds here. Yeah, Elizabeth. No, that didn't work. Uh, let's get another caller. Well, if we're doing shout-outs. There we go. Hello. Oh, there we go. Hi. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. I'm from Sydney, oh, by the way. Oh, man. <laughs> How's it going, Elizabeth? I'm really good. Hi, I met you at the live show in Sydney, actually. Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, did, you, did, you, did you like the show? Yeah, it was pretty good. I had a lot of fun. I met some really cool people. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it's all about, meeting people. Exactly, yeah. What's going on today? What's on your mind? Um, not much. I just got to do some work today. It's 7 a.m. in the morning. Oh. And wow. um, I just had a... Yeah. I had a question. Um, do people not realize that we actually have an official sort of map of Hogwarts? It's pretty much complete. And, like, official by J.K. Rowling? Where, um, where, where can you get this? Um, Order of the Phoenix video game app. Because, um, apparently, Joe pretty much gave them a map. And then... Oh yeah! In my it, game, it, I actually got a copy of the map. But I I wouldn't subscribe too much to that because all the space of Hogwarts in the game is used. All of its it's 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 the only reason the hall exists is because you got to go through it. Um, I I would not consider that at all to be the official Hogwarts map. At least one on PS2. I don't know if it's different in any of the other versions. But I I would hardly consider that because, and, and you can tell when you're doing it when you're playing the game that it's not. You know, it's 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 stripped down to the bare essentials of what they needed for the game. It's you know that's why I didn't like it as a free roaming game. It doesn't really have any extra places you can go, such as Hogwarts would. I don't know. I have the PC version, and it seems pretty much complete. They seem to have everything, like Stone Circle and Hagrid's Hut, and pretty much everything seems to be there. Well, they've got everything, but is that enough? Do you think? Yeah. Well, like they've simply taken everything ever mentioned. The books place it sort of in a strict, straight line, and um, but, I, mean, um, I heard that J.K. Rowling actually like gave them blueprint maps and stuff. Yeah, and she added in like random rooms and stuff. Yeah, um, EA did put a lot of work. EA London, it was their London, uh, England. Uh, uh, what do you want to you, what do you call you it? You guys went Check there, didn't you? Yeah, uh, yeah, Jamie and I went there. Um, they did put a lot, 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 lot of work into the detail and accuracy of. Uh, this show, or sorry, this video game, and I think while it's accurate, I think what they may have done was first send J.K. Rowling like their idea, and then J.K. Rowling sent it back with any problems, because that's what Warner Brothers does with the movies, and I think it works the same way with EA. Uh, yeah, that th- makes sense. Did, now, with your video game, did you see it, c- it came with an actual physical map? Yeah, um, in uh, the, the sleeve part, it's pretty big as well. Really? And it's got, like, all the diagrams, and it's got all the floors. Oh, wow. That's and stuff. Maybe maybe you could um, scan that or take a picture of it and show it to us, because I don't know if anyone's ever seen that before. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah that's, sure. Maybe that's only in the Australia 
Australian copies of the game because I've ordered the yeah. Phoenix and mine didn't come with a map. I don't think. I'll well, if you've, it. it's yeah, it'll probably be. Well, it's not DVD, but I was going to say it'd be Region Four. I could grab a copy or two <laughs> of the Australian PC edition. Yeah, yeah, just buy it in your local Walmart. <sighs> okay, well, cool. Thank you for calling in with that information. Yeah, that's cool. I'll let you scan yeah. the stuff into you. Okay, yeah, cool, great. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was great to see you in Sydney. Thanks for coming out, by the way. Cool. No problem. All right, bye. Bye. Uh, let's see here. Still looking for an Emily Sweeney. <laughs> really need so to talk she's to not you. at your beck and call. We've yeah. established that. Yeah. Debbie Kim. Hello. 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 How you doing? Hi. Good, but um, I feel like I have to say this because I'm in the Ustream chat right now, and they're all complaining because it's skipping a lot. Um, I don't know what to do about that because I've already turned the quality down as much as I can. Oh. It's like long gaps. Okay, I'm, t- I'm turning the... Oh, that's his volume. The only thing I can think of is that people won't stop typing. Like... They just yeah. keep going, keep going. They keep going. saying pointless things. Yeah, stop, yeah. stop typing for no reason if it's, uh, it's bothering you. Stop it's like typing. You, it's like you guys say something funny. They're like, LOL, a million times. So, yeah, yeah, stop. Ar- like, I'm looking at it right now, and they're all arguing about whether or not Emma Watson's pretty. So it's like, <laughs> let's just stop. Is that if argument hear- still going on? Apparently. <laughs> Didn't Ben settle that in like episode thirteen? Yes, <laughs> when Billy Joe called in and asked if and asked if Emma Watson was pretty, and Ben settled it. He said definitively yes. Billy Joe. All right, I just um, oops, 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 oops. I just um, disabled the chat, but I don't know if people are still going to be. People able to... are still. They're still kind of all spamming and stuff. Well, if they re- well, like they can do that in AIM. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. go to another. Like, don't use UStream for its live capabilities. Don't overrun the chat. Yeah, I don't. See, I don't see the chat now. So if anyone, any new people who come in, won't see the chat. So oh, that, okay. maybe that'll help a little bit. And I was wondering, like, I know Pottercast is going to be at Terminus. Is there any chance any of you are going? Do we have to clear this up, guys? Oh, Andrew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? But we talked about that, didn't we? Yeah, uh, we have talked about this on the show. I think we have a couple. I, I know at least once we did. Uh, but I've been talking to, not really. I mean, I sent a few emails back and forth between me, well, us and Terminus. Um, they don't want us to do a live show there. Uh, because apparently we don't fit their demographic and um, they're looking for a variety of podcasts and apparently the first podcast and also the most popular podcast isn't in their uh, general, you know, what they want, which makes perfect sense. So (laughs) one one idea is to... uh, I almost called it Kelda. Kalasma (laughs) told me that there is a Borders literally a couple blocks away. So, what we're thinking is um, to do now. Of course, you know, easier said than done. We got to fly everyone out there. Um, would be to do a live podcast at that Borders during yeah, uh, during the conference. And essentially, what what we would hope to do was move everyone from Terminus over to this bookstore <laughs> to maybe but give Terminus the idea of you know, hey. You know. Well, there was a Facebook group for Amogcast fans, you know, and they were, yeah, like, emailing Terminus like crazy, and they were like, yeah, I'm a fan of Amogcast too, but we're all planned up. And, yeah, you know, I, just yeah. Not- to be completely honest with you, I am not very uh, 
I don't believe all the stuff that they've been telling us. I think there's more to it than just, uh, oh, you know. What it is, guys, no, it's true. When they say we don't fit their demographic, it means they don't care about sort of what we bring to the table. That's actually the bottom line, in my opinion. Um, They don't care about who we bring to the to the to the con their focus is sort of an older audience than what they perceive ours to be is is i think the in between the lines they really don't care about all of our listeners who are putting our money or their money into going to terminus and having a great time everybody seems to be going to terminus as opposed to portis i think we should do an event at portis <laughs> well, well i'm not going to portis so and well nobody is nobody is but terminus apparently i, I don't want to say they don't care about our fans because that's probably illegal but i'm just gonna say i i don't i've gotten the impression that they they care a lot more about an audience that isn't ours well Here's the i think i think that's accurate yeah <laughs> well on the site it's like it says it's really serious and they want they have like an age limit in. Yeah, well, know. there's that, but okay, I'm just going to go out there and say that right now. The stuff they've been telling, like the the H thing, um, it's it's kind of annoying. It, the same people, the same demographic of people, listen to every Harry Potter podcast. I don't care what you say. If you compare demographics to every yeah. uh, against every Harry Potter podcast, they are all the same. They're the same percentage wise, not number wise. Percentage wise, I can guarantee this. I know this for a fact. Okay, Terminus is. Peeing me off, and it's really <laughs> bothering me. And we no, and fair enough, that. Andrew. And I mean, what? the thing is, the fandom. I mean, the fandom as a whole. Kids and kids and kids and kids are getting into the books, and this is all for the adult Harry Draco shippers. You know, I mean, yeah, you're only going to let yeah. a little percentage in. Don't expect to be the coolest thing since sliced bread, but they are. Everybody, every kid wants to go to Terminus, and it's just a little bit contradictory. Um, it is because Terminus is discriminating and. The books teach us that we shouldn't discriminate. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They don't like you. I'm writing a letter <laughs> to Terminus. Joe. Yeah, I'll email them that. And well, I think some of you should at least still go. Just well, see, fun. here's the thing: if we go, then we're promoting them, and we don't want to promote them if, they, if we don't want them there. If they don't exactly. want us there, and I'm not trying to come off arrogant by saying we're we're promoting them, but if we say on this show we're going to permanent terminus, that's going to send some of our listeners well, to terminus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you remember whenever we even suggested going to Lumos, and within a few days, Lumos's registration had like shot up. Yeah. Yeah. Exceedingly high. So I just I feel like it's kind of insulting and. At one point, didn't you? Didn't one of the emails suggest that we could do interviews with attendees if we wanted to? Well, I, I was like, they, they said something along the lines of, "Oh, well, if you want to come and stand around and interview attendees, that's fine." Yeah, and I was like, um, <laughs> "Okay." What particularly bugged me, and I didn't really plan on uh, going out there with this, but in one of one of the emails from Terminus, they said that they weren't sure if their college level programming would interest our listeners. I'm like, what? Are you calling them stupid? College level Harry no, Potter programming? They're calling them booze hounds and followers, Andrew. Not, so. not like, you know. So apparently, none of you guys would be interested in their college level program, despite the fact that our second highest demographic range is the, co- the 18 to 24 year olds, which Hell is yeah, the college people who students. are broadcasting the shows. Yeah. Now I'm worked up. Now I'm worked up. And sorry. No, that's that's you sorry for bringing it up. up. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Well, no, no, no. Sorry, but, no. but guys, okay. I, would, I do want to say here on this live show still, check out – I mean, I, I know that there's a few MuggleCasters who might be in talks to possibly do something at Portis. And 
I know that there were some issues with uh, doing the thing at Prophecy, um, but I think uh, a majority of those were working to get them reconciled. No. And anybody who hasn't already put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars into Terminus, try and look at possibly going to Portis. I'm just saying that now. There's nothing definitive. I can't say we're doing it, but I'd like to work with the people and reconcile what happened at Portis. But Port they Prophecy. don't want to work with us, so that's the thing. So. Well, uh, that's, well the current sta- that's not the current status, Andrew. You see, yeah, that's, only, that's only because... Our moves are too awesome for the dance floor, especially <laughs> especially Jamie's. Oh right, yeah. Well, if if you guys really wanted to, you guys could start something at Boston because I used to spam. Well, not really. I used to do on the pickle pack comments. Come to Boston, like every single video. Well, yeah, Boston would be a fun place to go because we get a lot of requests for up there. But here, how about this plan? How about we find out when Podcast is doing their live show? We start ours 15 minutes before theirs starts. <laughs> now we'll see who wins, who gets more what? people attending their that'd live be, show. That'd be no. so, how could I, like, run to both? Do a leaky bug. <laughs> You're going to make your brain to... explode, Andrew. I'm just kidding. Hey, no, no. I'm just kidding. Actually, unfortunately, I think it's a little bit flawed because to pay cab fare to get to borders or not to pay cab fare to get to borders. Well, it's literally, like, people can walk there in, like, five minutes, I think. It's really oh. close. But, okay. no, we're not going to do that. I was completely <laughs> kidding. I would be, like, running back and forth in the middle of it. Are you kidding? Something. Do you know what would happen to us if we did that? Uh, <laughs> We'd be destroyed by by listeners um, of podcast and podcast. Okay. Um, and, uh, Laura, mm-hmm. Fall Out Boy doesn't all sound the same. Sorry. <laughs> yes, but, they do. No, they oh, don't. my gosh. Every single one <laughs> of their, their songs sounds exactly yeah, that, their singles. Same. But on their album tracks, there's like different ones. No, they all they all sound the same. No, they don't. All right, well, let's let's move along now because. Uh, <laughs> oh wait, and can I? Yeah. Do a shout out to Spot. There's only about three people in there though. Hi, Spot. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. For taking. All right. No bye. problem. Thanks for bringing. In all seriousness, well, thanks for bringing that up because I was I was I was looking for an excuse to do that. Maybe well, Portis will hear this. Um, I imagine some people will be listening over at Portis. I didn't really want to. Bring up Dumbledore's gay or anything else, though. Oh, yeah, good, good. Well, you just did. Too late. Yeah. Good well, going. We're not talking about that. Yeah. So. Wait, Dumbledore's what? All right, thank you for calling, Debbie. Okay, thank you. Bye. Dumbledore. Hi. Hi, Rachel. Hey. How you doing? Let me mute my stream. Okay, thank you. Uh, well, I actually, I'm the note of Terminus. I couldn't hear everything you were saying because it was skipping. Yes. Yeah, but, um... I emailed them a couple weeks ago when I heard that you guys weren't being invited because I was really upset. Because I live in Chicago and I haven't been able to go to any of these big conferences. And um, and I talked to them and she told me she was very happy that I was so supportive, but no, they didn't want you guys. Wait, wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Did they say they didn't want us or did they say something else? No, no, they, they said they had a very limited number of spaces available and that you were unfortunately not chosen. Yeah, I, I'm still not convinced. I mean, I don't want to sound arrogant, but uh, listen, you know, we do every other thing. What? I just—it's our it's reputation precedes us, Andrew. Why should possibly... it even be a problem? I mean, it's Harry Potter. Come on, it's a Harry Potter fandom. Why should there be this like negativity towards podcasts and people? Like, I just don't get it. It's so stupid. Maybe because we're expensive to clean up after. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, wait a second, wait a second. Let's just this throwing off. it out there. Nobody just made throwing a, it out there. Nobody made a mess. What are you talking about? <laughs> Seriously, what are you... It's Don't a joke. I'm not defending Terminus. People are going to think that, like... No, no. I'm not defending Terminus, Andrew. I'm not, by any means. I say we shouldn't go to Terminus. And I say anybody who does is clearly letting them just discriminate against you. Well, well. I would... 
I would very much appreciate if you guys still did something in Chicago, maybe the week of or something, because I know there's so many people coming to Terminus, and even if you're not at the actual event, if you were in, like, a Borders in Chicago... Sorry, say that again? You, you cut out. If you were in a uh, Borders in Chicago... It would completely fill that week, even if you weren't at the actual event. If you were there in that week, it would yeah. you would get a crazy event. Yeah, I yeah. think they're right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, I think, I think you're definitely right yeah. that... The fans who've already put their money into it and registered can't back out, and that might be a lot of our listeners who didn't realize they were being slapped in the face until we said it here. Yeah. Well. Uh, well. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for thank you for that, Rachel. Thank you for letting us know about that. Sure. Thanks for taking my call. No problem. See ya. Cheers. Bye. Um, you know, it's something we really shouldn't be talking about on the show, but it's gotten to the point now where it's just like. <sighs> I. <sighs> Like we talked about it earlier in the week, I know, because I had asked you, like, plans for the summer, hey, were we going to be doing any events? And you said, oh, well, we have this whole situation with the yeah. Terminus. Yeah. Hi, Rebecca. Hi. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Let me meet my stream. Okay. All these smart callers. They know what to do. <laughs> Just, okay, there we go. Are you there? Yeah, we're here. How's it going? What's on your mind? Um, Well, I had a question, but now I forgot because I didn't think I was going to get through. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, What is the craziest thing that you've ever had a MogoCast fan do to you? Do to Like, (laughs) yeah. I've signed some pretty odd body parts. What about you guys? (laughs) Well... Yeah, besides that, I think the weirdest request was to sign a girl's chest. <laughs> Especially since that was right in front of my mom, so I felt kind of awkward. That is pretty hilarious, I have to admit. <laughs> uh, any I, other weird things, guys? I can't say. Well, seeing as like, something like 70% of our base is female, I've never been asked to sign <laughs> chests, thank God. Um, but no, I've never really had anything too out of the ordinary. Laura, will you sign my chest? Uh, um, sure, Andrew. Sure. I'll do that. Yes. What about you, Micah? I don't know. Now that I think about it, maybe doing the uh, chipmunk voice in, uh, oh, yeah. where were we? In Lightning? Yeah, yeah, I think it was there. That was, I mean, there's, I don't get, it's a little weird. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny voice. Micah's chipmunk voice is very funny. He quacks, too. Yeah. <laughs> craziest thing a fan has done. Hmm. I don't Come know. on, you have to have crazy things done to you all the time, Eric. <laughs> he does crazy <laughs> things all the time. He doesn't need... Yeah, I do crazy things all the time. It kind of balances it out. It's, yeah. it's an equilibrium, right. really. Just a second. Steven, Brian, shut up. Oh, hey. What you no, actually, oh, you know, maybe, this live show, maybe this live show is the time to sort of... Oh, okay, okay, just a quick... You know, anecdote thing. I think it was the first New York podcast, the first one we did, um, and there was a girl who was really excited and really wanted me to sign above her collarbone, or actually just below the collarbone. Anyway, and and I was like, you know, I was really nervous and stuff, and I was like, okay, you know, I don't really want to do this. And she's like, oh, come on. And and she she had a friend there, a male friend, with a camera. And I said, well, okay, but, you know, just because it's sort of, you know, the cliche of signing fangirls, you know, bums and, 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 and other body parts, I said, okay, I'll do it, but... You and I pointed to the guy. I said, "You're you're you're gonna have to take a picture, right?" And and we'll make it like a you, you know how I do those photos where it's just, "Oh my God, you know, look at me doing this." 
well, I wanted one of those photos, and I said, okay, so I'll do it, but you got to take it and, and make sure you send it to me. And he's like, yeah, 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 okay, cool, cool, cool. So I did it, and I signed the soft part right below her collarbone, and um, and, and then <laughs> the guy took the picture, and I never saw him again. So uh, that, that picture is probably worth a lot of money uh, floating around the Internet, and I'd really like to see it. So, Guy, if you're out there who took that picture of your friend and me signing the soft part right below her collarbone... Um, <laughs> Just, just please send that to Eric uh, L. Mongolbet at uh, anyway or feedback form. That thanks. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, yeah, that was pretty. Crazy. I have a shout out. Oh, okay. Sorry. Good. Um, I just wanted to say hi to Megan, aka Boris, because she's really cool and she was the one who told me about Mongolcast. Oh, awesome. So yeah, we love referrals. Hey, Boris. <laughs> well, I call her Boris. It's so I know. I just do. But, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you for calling today. Yep. Thanks for taking me. No problem. Bye. Okay. Hello. Hi. Hi. You're on MuggleCast. Uh, hold on. Let me uh, mute this. Okay. Okay. How you doing? Um, I'm actually a little sick, but I'm doing uh, okay. <laughs> Laura was sick this morning. She almost couldn't do the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's, still- it's really cold. <laughs> It's it really is cold. cold here. Yeah. Um, well, my name is Elizabeth, and I'm 18 in Orlando, Florida. Awesome. And I just have to say that I absolutely love your show. Oh. I love all of you. And um, I just, you know, I'm <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I, I've been okay. trying to call for like a whole hour. Uh. Um, uh I just want to say that, you know, since I'm homesick, it's really good. I got really excited when I noticed that you guys did a live show because I wasn't able to listen to all your other live shows. Oh, okay. And I really, really, I like your show. And when I'm at work and stuff like that, I always listen in. And it's always a good source of information. Awesome. Well, um, yeah, and I just wanted to say one more thing. I wanted to say that I understand which, where you guys are coming from about being in college and stuff like that and trying to work around the whole Harry Potter thing. Because I just started my freshman year of college, too. So I, I know exactly what you mean when it's hard to get together. So I'm just yeah. glad that you guys take the time to still do the show, even you know if you can't do it all the time and people get upset. I understand. Well, thank you. So I'm just really glad that you know, you're able to do it. And thanks for answering my call. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, I mean, college has been not – honestly, I thought it would be more difficult than it is in terms of planning the show with all of us in college now, except for Mike <laughs> Um, but it hasn't been too bad. And Eric. I mean, and Eric. Why? No, Eric, you've still been on. Well, no, I, now, I've now been you're on not. And, yeah. Yeah. That's what I meant. Um, yeah. So thank you. Thank you for all that. We, we're doing pretty well. I mean, the only thing we lose when, when we get back to the school season is Jamie. <laughs> That's not a big deal. Yeah, which really sucks because Jamie's really cool, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything's uh, so, too. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you very much for calling. Shout out to Orlando. Bye. Yeah, have fun with me, now. Uh Let's see here. Yeah, by the way, if anyone's wondering why, like, we don't answer your call, we get bombarded with calls. Here's another one now. Caller, are you there? Hello, caller. Are you Hello? there? What's up? Hello? Hey. Oh, hey. How's it going? I was expecting you to pick up. Oh, no problem. Yeah, it's, it's hard, as I was just saying. We get bombarded by calls, so it's hard to get to everyone. What's going on? Um, not much. I was just, um, ringing up to tell you you're doing a good job. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Where are you, um, where are you calling from? England? Um, England, yeah, and Liverpool. 
Oh, awesome. It's kind of weird over here because I don't actually know anyone else in Liverpool who's listening to Mugglecast. Oh, so. <laughs> I'm sure there are a few people. I think we've seen yeah, a couple emails from hopefully. Liverpool. So. Cool. Aren't the Black Sisters um, from Liverpool? Where are they from? I'm not mm, sure. Never mind. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I do actually have a question. Um, what I was going to ask is, do you think that you could actually tell the sorting hat which house you want to be in? Because it's kind of really what Harry did, and I was wondering if that's what most people could do. Hmm. If you um, can choose your own house? Yeah, because it seems slightly biased. Hmm. I think. I mean, I think you definitely can, but I think the um, difference between what Harry did and what happened with everyone else is that maybe most people don't realize that you can ask. Because yeah. it, it seems like I remember Hermione saying the hat almost considered putting her in Ravenclaw. So I don't know if she asked to get put in Gryffindor or if it just decided that her bravery kind of overrode her intelligence, maybe. Um, um, yeah. But I think I would just attribute it to not everybody knowing that they could ask. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Also, I just wanted to finally say that um, when we released the 12-hour episode, which I thought was great, by the way, um, it took me a month to listen to. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> and uh, I, had, I had that much stuff to do that it basically took me a month. Oh, jeez. So, well, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've gotten a couple of emails from that, from people saying it, it took them a really long time to listen. But, yeah, it was quite a feat. It was quite a feat. Yeah, it was great, though. Cool. Well, glad. I'm, uh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, okay, well. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks for taking me. No problem. See you later. Bye. Take another caller now. Let's see here. How about Stacy? Hello, Stacy. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Hi. Oh my God, Stacy! Hi. Colin. Uh, so much. Uh, this is, I'm really happy you guys had this because it's my birthday today. Oh, cool! Happy, oh, birthday. happy birthday! One, yeah. two, three. Happy birthday, <laughs> birthday to you! Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you! you. Happy, birthday happy birthday, dear Stacy! Happy slash woo gal! Happy birthday to you! Everyone signing on to Ustream just now heard us singing a horrible <laughs> rendition of Happy Birthday. I'm sorry. Now, Stacey, you're 23 right today, 23 20, years 23, old? 23, yeah, 23 today. Awesome. <laughs> well, congrats. What are you doing for your birthday? Besides um, well, well, I'm at home um, from school. Uh, I'm in my last term of college, so uh, that's exciting. But, uh, yeah, I'm just hanging out with my family. That's basically all. Oh, okay. It's fun. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, it's great. Um, you guys talked about, like, I know you got the email earlier from that girl that was talking about Equus, but I was wondering, do you think they're going to even let minors in to go see the movie, at the, like, the play at all? Because here in the U.S., they're so stickly about yeah. stuff like that. Do you think they're even going to allow minors to go in? Well, they didn't stop anyone in England, um, I, I, I don't think. There may have been an age limit. I, I guess we should look into that to see if there was an age limit. I mean, obviously, it wasn't a problem for Jamie and I. 
Uh, well, yeah, I was thinking, like, in England, they're not, like, with TV shows, they're not, they don't censor things like we do. Um, so I'm wondering, like, it, it may be different in England than that it is yeah, here. Yeah. No. Um, well. I don't know that Broadway can do that. I mean, I know that they actually, it's funny, at work the other day, they were talking about some shows on Broadway in particular some of the Disney ones that have put restrictions like you can't bring in kids under a certain age and I don't know if that's just because they're generally too young like maybe three or four year olds or you know if if the limit was a little bit higher but I think for something like this do we know is it definitely you know mainstream Broadway is it going to be like an off-Broadway show in a theater where you know you may not have to worry about that kind of stuff as much uh, yeah yeah. I wasn't sure. Like, I was just, I didn't, I was thinking about that when you were talking about last week. I'm like, are they going to even allow them to be, but I don't know how they would tell, like, unless they checked ID or, or something. Yeah. Maybe there'd be a rule that's like 14 and under aren't admitted or something like that. I mean, either way, yeah. you're still going to get fangirls that I think may take it a little yeah. immature or may be a little immature. But, well, and how are you going to check? I mean, Realistically, yeah. it, most people that are that age, you know, don't have some sort of identification. And it's they, true. They look older than they actually are. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Thank yeah. you for calling, Stacy. Can I give a shout out real quick? Sure. Well, I share a birthday with one of my fellow vultures, so I want to say happy birthday, Abby, and I'll um, hide all my vultures. The Gak. I love them. Gak. Are you living? You, you, live, you live in Medford. Bedford, Oregon. Yes, Bedford, Oregon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm talking to your Facebook, or sorry, uh, Skype profile. It's okay to stalk, right? Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for taking my call. No problem. Thanks for calling. You you made my birthday. Oh, good. We're glad. Happy birthday. (laughs) Yeah, happy birthday again. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, let's take take some more. This reminds me. What? I got to do a shout out. Did we know her birthday? Didn't we sing to her? Huh? What? Forget it. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I know somebody. One last time, I was being nice, Mike. I got it. Yeah, jeez. One of our. I said, I said oh, happy birthday on our wall, too. Hey, anyway, uh, um, you're live on MuggleCast. Oh, sorry. Oh, wow. Hey. Wow, I didn't expect that dirt. Um. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I should have had a question prepared. <laughs> Nobody does. It's amazing. Yeah, well, um, I just want to say, because of MuggleCast, I now say no to Dame, and it's really bad. Sorry, say that again? I say no to Dame instead of not to Dame, and then people in my French class give me funny looks, because it's, ooh, boo, American, ooh, boo, here. Ooh, no to Dame, No, I say no to Dame all the time. Yeah, but you're American. Oh, well, should I say it with the French intonation? That's how we say it over here. Yeah, but I'm in Australia, so people give you weird looks. Uh, well, I, I've been to Notre Dame and in, in France, and I think that it would be a travesty, an absolute travesty, to call the the school in Indiana. Uh, it is in Indiana, isn't it? Yes. Or Michigan? Yeah, yeah Indiana. Um, and I, I think it would be a travesty to, con- to confuse the two. So, therefore, I've always supported sort of calling the school Notre Dame, because everybody talks about the football team, Notre Dame. Yep, okay, cool. And then Notre, Notre Dame... Um, which is the proper French name, about the Gothic cathedral um, situated in Paris, which is brilliant, and all of you should see it. Um, 
but I've I've I say, well, why not pronounce them differently? Because they are completely different. Okay. Good point. Does that answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'd probably go and let someone with an actual question. Okay. Well, thanks for Gotta calling. Go to fun run anyway. All right. All right. Bye. 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 Guys, call in with your Harry Potter questions. I mean, we like taking regular calls, but wouldn't mind, you know, some Harry Potter talk too, whether it's about the movies or the books or some news developments. Jackie, hello. Hello, Jackie. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. How you doing? Sorry. It's all right. I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. What's on your mind today? Um, not much. I'm sorry. I don't actually have a Harry Potter question. I just wanted to let you guys know that the Christmas store by my house, they have pickle ornaments for your tree. Oh, my gosh. We actually have one of those at my house. Do you? I got one, too. Hey, Laura, your mom hasn't sent me that glass pickle yet. I really want that. No, yeah. And I was just about to say, she told me the other day that um, everybody has been sending, I don't know if you guys have seen these these pickle packs that they're selling in stores now. Yeah. I don't even know okay, what they are. People have like, been, people... They're just they're just little packs of like I guess plastic cups of pickles. Like little dill pickles. And um people have been sending those to the P.O. box. Why? <laughs> and my mom was I don't know, but That's my mom was like we, she was like, We keep getting these little boxes of pickles. <laughs> I want some of those. Can't <laughs> uh, so, will it go bad, or does it... I, I'm I don't just know. kidding. I don't, I mean, well, thank you. Thank you to everyone who's mailing them in, though. That's really funny. <laughs> I'm sure Laura's mom's going to be stocking them up for when Laura gets home. And, hmm. Oh, yeah, because... herself in all those pickle pack boxes. Oh, yeah. Exciting. Oh, guys, I got to get going, actually. Okay. I got work now. Um, okay. But Stacy's birthday reminded me, it's actually somebody else's birthday, a Kiwi, a New Zealand um, girl came in, and actually with a group of friends, and her name was Charlie, um, and her friend Camille... Uh, wanted me to wish her a happy birthday on the air. So, Charlie and Camille, happy birthday to you, New Zealand, and happy shout-out to everyone. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, and, guys, i got to get to work. So, you guys have a wonderful show, and I look forward to seeing it on the feed tonight. Thanks. See you, Bye, later. Eric. <laughs> Bye, Eric. Bye, Eric. See you, Micah. We'll Bye. We'll let Bye. you go, too. Get some other Wait, I have a shout-out. Okay. Okay, I have to shout-out to Spot because they're amazing. And then I have a shout-out to my friend Emily Vorholt, who's listening right now, cleaning her house. Yay! All right, thanks, guys. No problem. Thanks for calling. Yep. Yawning. She's getting bored of us or something. Uh, For now, we're going to take uh, Skype in calls for now, meaning if you're calling from a real phone, uh, because we've been taking a lot of Skype calls, and we want to give some of the people who only have a landline a chance, people who don't have Skype. So uh, call in now if you uh, have a real telephone and you're calling. Uh, I guess we should give out the numbers. Uh, In the United States, it's 1-218-20-MAGIC. And if you're in the United Kingdom, you can dial 020 What's the number? 020-8144-0677. And if you're in Australia, you can dial 028-003-5668. Amazingly, nobody is calling. Give them 10 seconds. We'll just wait around. In the meantime...
no, 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 don't funk with my heart. Where is everybody? Somebody call in. One, two, one, eight, twenty magic. Gotta be working. Hope it's not me. Come on, guys, call. Don't funk with my heart. I wonder if I take you home. Would you still be in love? Alright, I've given up on the radio. Oh, there's one there. Hello, caller. You're live on MuggleCast. Oh, my God. Did I get on? Yeah, you got on. Cool. I'm happy now. What's going on? Um, nothing. I'm in Australia, in Melbourne. Oh, cool. And I got up especially to listen. <laughs> awesome. You got anything I'm in, in mind the... today? No, not really. <laughs> I was just... Oh, I, well, I should have a question, but I don't. I don't have one. <laughs> Sorry. At least you um, it. Oh, <laughs> uh, in the in the chat on Ustream, Ravenclaw is going on and on about um, how she's got uh, audio of you bashing Eric. So she just wanted someone to tell you that. What? <laughs> she, I don't know. She's like, I've got um, audio of Laura and Andrew bashing Eric, <laughs> and she oh. wanted someone to say it. Oh, good thing he's not here now. <laughs> Crap! I didn't think we were broadcasting. I don't know, I just missed him. I went to MuggleCast down under in Melbourne. Ah, oh, jeez, I'm really upset now. Alright, well, th- thanks for calling with that. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, bye. Shoot. Bye. Shoot, Laura. Darn it. Why did you have that broadcasting, Andrew? Oh, no. What were you thinking? I'm sorry. In love and nothing can stop Hello, caller. You're live on Margo Cast. Oh, sorry. I called before, but you were just like saying call, so oh. I called again. Yeah, now. And I was wondering, does anyone pronounce um, Voldemort's snake as Nagini, or is that just me? Um, I Nagini? say Nagini. Yeah, I think Joe pronounces it Nagini too. Yeah, but Nagini sounds so much cooler. Like Nagini? I feel Voldemort Nagini instead yeah. of Nagini. Nagini sounds like he's a weenie. <laughs> I like Nagini. Nagini, like I don't know. Sounds kind of weak. Nagana. I like that. Maybe we should start that. Nagana. No. <laughs> Go eat him, Nagana. Okay. Yeah, it just sounds like something from like a really. It sounds like something from one of those anime cartoons. You know, Nagana. Yeah. It just sounds like a name from like Dragon Ball Z or something. I don't know. Oh, I hate those shows. Don't say <laughs> Me that. Too. You're going to offend a lot of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for calling. All right. Bye. Bye. Uh, looking for calls now. You know, the line's busy. I just tried to call it. Maybe maybe that's why nobody's calling in, because uh, the line's, like, broken or something. Let's take another that caller. Yeah. Take a caller from Betsy. Oh, I think we just... Hello? Hi, Betsy. How you doing? <laughs> what is that? I feel like, stop. Okay. Well, what is Someone what is that? Yeah, oh, Billy, it's live. No, let him go. It's fine. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's too loud. Okay. <laughs> What's on your mind today? 
Um, I was wondering, like, how do they get mail? Um, when the Dursleys send mail to Harry, it's by, it comes by owl or something? Right, right. How do they do that? Do they, like, leave it for Hedwig to bring or something? Didn't Joe say that Hedwig goes back there and waits until she they send something? I feel like she said something about how Hedwig will go back and make sure that they send stuff. I don't know. Did she? Yeah, I feel, I mean, don't quote me on it, but I feel like she did. I don't know. Was that, like, something she brought up in a web chat or something? Yeah, I feel like it was an interview where someone asked her. She said that, I don't know. Either way, I I think somebody must have forced them to send him something, because otherwise they wouldn't. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Dumbledore just said they had to send presents or something. Yeah. Well, good question. Um, I also wanted to shout out to Spot. And I was wondering if any of you read the Twilight books. No, but I saw people kept bringing them up in the chat. What are the Twilight books? Well, everyone should. (laughs) What are they? So, like a Harry Potter ripoff? (laughs) No, it's not. Doesn't really have anything to do with Harry Potter, but they're really awesome. Oh, cool. I never them. Oh, cool. And now my friend's saying I have to say you have to read Wicked too, even though I didn't finish it yet, so I don't know. I'd rather just see the play. But hey, thanks <laughs> for calling. Wait, and the shout out to Dixie. Dixie. Her name is Emily. Um, because she's yelling at me. Okay. Well, thanks for calling. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Wait, Andrew is my oh. favorite muggle caster. Oh, thanks. Just so you know. Kind of mean to Laura and Micah. <laughs> yeah, really. Thanks. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I hung up on her for you guys. What's going on, caller? Hello. Hi, how you doing? Oh my god, I can't believe I'm on. This is the first time I rang, and I'm on straight away. Awesome. Where are you calling from? Uh, Australia. Again? Is that all? Yeah, it's eight thirty. We all getting up early. I guess so. Yeah, everyone. Jeez. <laughs> That's good. That's cool. Calling from the That's other good. side of the world. That's crazy. I'm talking to someone on the other side of the world. It's crazy. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's on your mind? Okay. Well, I'm going to make a quick shout out because I forgot to do it last time. To But you'll listen to this later. Cool. Okay, my question is how did the Marauders make the Marauders map? Hmm. How did they. What, how did they come up with the... Like, like how did they make it? Um, like, what kind of magic do you think they used? Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah. Beats me. I mean, we... Yeah, I mean, I, I really don't know what kind of spells they would have used. I think we clearly know that they were all... At least James and Sirius were very advanced mm. for their age in magic. Um, and, I mean, of course, I think an extensive... Um, excursion around the castle would have been in order, but as for how they the actual mechanics that went into making it, I couldn't tell you. Wish I could though. Yeah, yeah, me too. Okay, and I have another question. What happened to the Dursleys? In the long run. Yeah, like would Harry have ever gone back to see them? Probably not. You don't think so? I mean, I think he would have... Well, but, that, but then again, yeah, because he kind of made friends with um, Dudley at the end. Right, yeah. I mean, I th- Yeah, but I don't think that changes 
all the years of bad memories he has of living there either. You know, and it might not have anything to do with Dudley specifically, but why go back to a place? Because I always kind of assumed that after everything went back to normal, the Dursleys went back to Privet Drive and continued living on their lives as they had been before. Yeah. So I just, I don't see why he'd go back. I think no, just... I agree. Okay. <laughs> um, I just, yeah. I just think that, I, Harry's a nice guy. I think he would have went back, like, what, 10, 20 years later? Just went, hey, guys, how you doing? No? Mm, no. Okay. Why, okay, if he was going to go back, why wouldn't he, why would he wait 20 years to go back, Andrew? Well, well, like, a long, you know, like, to, well, the long, long time, uh, a <laughs> reunion, like a family reunion. I don't know. Oh, that's a happy family reunion. Well, maybe after hating him for to, 10 years. He used to lock you in. No, no. Covered. I'm saying. I'm saying maybe after like ten years or so, he's like, "Wow, I haven't seen my the Dursleys for a while. I wonder how they're doing. I wonder, come on. I mean, you know. I'm sure he. I'm sure he knows how they're doing. Like, I'm sure he found out how they were doing, but I don't think he'd have any reason well, to go visit them. Wasn't there that whole scene between him and uh, Dudley, and Dudley asked why he wasn't coming with them, and I, I thought there was a, somewhere in that chapter where they said uh, about. How Harry knew he would never return to Privet Drive. Yeah. Do you guys remember that at all? Yeah, I remember yeah, what you're I talking do. about. Yeah, me too. No, I don't know so, if it's just explicitly said that he would never see them again. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, I kind of agree with Andrew though too. I mean, he, even though he was treated like, you know what, he, I can still see him being the type of person that he is going back and checking on them. Yeah. I think he can check on them without having to actually see them, though. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I just made it the poll on Ustream. So far, 20 people are saying yes, he would have went back to visit. So take that, Laura. You guys are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, wrong. That's what it comes down to. Alright, we're going to take another caller now. Someone from the UK. What's going on, caller? Hi. Hi, how you doing? Oh, I can see you guys picked up. <laughs> yeah, we uh, apparently our U.S. phone number is not working. It was before okay. we started. I did test it, everyone, so don't hate me. What's what's going on? What's your name? Well, I was I was wondering what you guys thought of, because Joe said that Harry wasn't actually a Horcrux, because Voldemort didn't intend to make him a Horcrux. So I was wondering what you guys thought of that, because you haven't actually talked about it, I don't think. Um, I feel like we addressed this at one point, didn't we? Uh, it, it seems like somebody asked the same question. I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm just reiterating a point I was thinking of. But um, I think that Harry's case was kind of unusual. So there really was no other name for it. There was no other word for it, I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, Dumbledore said it just because there's no other way to think of a human being as being a crux because it had never happened before. Yeah. Just not a literal, actual horcrux, yeah. but it's just the best way to describe it. Yeah. Yeah, it just seemed that in the beginning of the book, you guys were pretty happy, and I was wondering what you guys thought now that he's not actually uh, a horcrux. Well, I mean, we only did it because Emerson and Ben, you know, wrote about it in the Mugglenet book and said, you know, Harry's a horcrux. He was, but he wasn't, so... I don't, you know. So everyone won in the end. Everyone did win, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, thank you for calling. Okay, thank you for taking my call. No problem. Bye. I love you guys. Bye. Just love you too. Bye. Another caller now. What's going on? Whoa, did you actually pick up? Yeah, why does everyone assume we're not going to pick up? It's kind of hurtful. What? I said, why does everyone assume we're not going to pick up? It's kind of hurtful. Well, it's just so weird. I mean, like, you just sit in here, and I get on this ringing, and then it's just, like, busy all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Well, what's on your mind? Um, well, I was just wondering, you know, like, um, at the end of Papa Prince, um, I was wondering, like, where did Fox go? Where do you think he went? Didn't he? Nobody knows. Well, I think... Well, Dumbledore was buried on the grounds. So I was going to say he went and <laughs> always like lived by Dumbledore's grave, but... Um, um, that would be a really miserable existence. Yeah. Well, but... It's Dumbledore's bird. Um, maybe Fox just went to live with other phoenixes. Maybe he's in the forbidden forest. Maybe he's in That's the That's nifty. Maybe he's in the Forbidden Forest. Oh. I don't think that would be a very pleasant for, place for him either, actually. Why not? It's better than living by his grave. Hey. Whatever. I bet if he went to the forest, I bet the Thestrals would eat him. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's, he's okay, he's a chick. He can disappear at will. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think that would be... Pretty awesome, though, if he, like, just disappeared. That wouldn't be very nice. I mean, Fox is a very uh, <laughs> reputable bird. He's He deserves a happy life. Yeah, I know, but where has he gone? Nobody knows. Well, okay, so that's where we look forward to the Harry Potter Encyclopedia, <laughs> written by Joe. <laughs> or maybe well, someone I mean, will ask it, her. I thought she said that he would never have another owner. I mean, I don't. I know that doesn't help us figure out where he would go, but... Uh, I don't have anything else other than that. I just know that she said that in an interview. Huh. Well, um, I got one thing to say to that once it loads, but, I mean, Fox... I don't know. Any other ideas? Somebody talk while I do something. I I mean, honestly, I'm... I mean, I don't think that he died or he, quote-unquote, disappeared. He can't because, die. He's a yeah, he, yeah, that's what I'm saying. My God. Let me finish my point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the whole point is he's everlasting. He looks forever. Way to turn on music. Don't talk. Keep talking. Go ahead. Oh, my God. You had to put on Freebird. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why? <laughs> Because he's a free bird. <laughs> I not have sympathy for the fact that I spent most of my life in the South and therefore had to hear this song at nausea. Let's just, let's just enjoy it. Alright, well, thank you for calling, caller. I think Fox is a free bird. Oh, the caller left. Fox is a free bird. Anyone with me? Longest, longest yeah. song in history. Yeah. Yeah, whatever, Laura. Okay, let's take another caller now. Oh. Hello, caller. You're live on MuggleCast. What's going on? 
Hello. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Oh, hang on. Let me run downstairs real quick. My dad, my brother's still asleep. Okay. okay. Hello. Where I am Taisha. Um, Australia. Oh, awesome. Again. Yeah, really got to get that U.S. But, number. Yeah. Open. I'm half an hour before everyone, all the other Australians that have called because I'm in Central Australia. But um, yeah, you know, on the UK children's edition cover on the back side of there was that snake in the orb. Yes. Did we ever find out what that was? That was... Or did I miss something in the book? That was when um, they were... I think it was whenever they were in the um, Shrieking Shacks, Snape and Voldemort, and Voldemort had encased Nagini inside of this, like, water-type orb thing, I believe. Yeah. I I think it was water inside of it in order to protect her. And then she came out. Okay. Yeah, I'll sort of read that part on the back. But I'd also like to thank you guys because you helped me pass my English assignment. How, how do we do that? Because you guys are analyzing uh, Harry Potter, and oh. I was comparing something to Harry Potter by analyzing something, so you really helped me. Oh, awesome. Oh, cool. You got me an A. Oh, an A. So, thanks. We love to hear how we help people academically. That's always good. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for calling. Have a good day, yeah, Have a good day in Australia. Well, I stayed up all night to catch it the live streaming some sort of half a sleep. But thanks. <laughs> all, all right. right. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Take one more call. We'll let one more Skype caller come in since all these people, uh, poor people are calling. We'll wrap it up for today. Hello, caller. Live on Microcast. Hello. Hi, Kelsey. Hi. Hi. Oh, my God. I can't believe I got through. <laughs> What's going on? What's on your mind today? Well, let me real quick. Okay. Um, I was just calling to um, ask you guys, you know how um, J.K. Rowling was writing the Tales of Beetle and the Bard thing? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that she would ever release that to the public? No. No, I don't think so. Yeah, because, I mean, that was, that was a char- that was It was, one, a charity item, and then she wrote six other copies and gave them to the people to who she uh, thought helped her most with Harry Potter. So, I mean, that's sort of, like, very special to them. There's very, you know, there's a lot of sentimental value to that, I would think. So. Yeah, I just think it would be cool to be able to read all the stories and be like, oh, my God, those are so cool. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe that was the one idea of the charity copy to get it out there? I don't know. Mm. Doesn't that kind of... And also, I just want to let you guys know... Um, actually, I was wondering if you could possibly post the, um, on Muggle, on MuggleCast.com, because the one on Ustream.tv is really lagging. Post the what on MuggleCast.com? Post the stream on MuggleCast.com. Oh, it is, isn't it? Because with the chat, it's really lagging. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what, we're going to wrap this show up now, but... Next time we should probably do that. I may I may just disable the chat altogether yeah. next time, so we don't have to worry about it all. That would probably be a good idea. <laughs> from actually uh, Tim over yeah. at Ustream, he's he's the head guy over at Ustream. He actually emailed me during the show. This guy's awesome. Like he's always here to help you. Um, he actually emailed and said it's actually my connection, <laughs> not theirs. He said uh, all their stuff was running fine and uh, <laughs> is my stream, which may make sense because I'm doing this over a wireless connection, so it may. The wireless may be jumping in and out. Not sure, but maybe I'll get an Ethernet installed up here. So we have a hard line to the internet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, we'll, okay, we'll work well, on that for next time. Sorry about that. 
Talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. 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 All right. Uh, with that, unless you guys want to take more callers, I know Mike has to run, so uh, I think we'll wrap the show up for today. Mm-hmm. This was a long. It's program. been fun. It's been fun. Uh, it's been also. It's also been an hour and forty minutes. So, so long enough. Uh, we hope everyone enjoyed this live show. If you want to send in some feedback about the live show, p- please feel free to do so because we're curious how you feel about these shows. Um, as we continue to do these shows, I think we want to focus on more Harry Potter only calls. Um, and what's great about the voicemails is you know we could always moderate it. But thank you to everyone who did call today. Uh, we did have a good time taking all of your calls. Laura, what's the uh, PO box if people want to contact us? With any, uh... PO box thirty one fifty. Georgia three zero zero two eight. Awesome. Uh, there's also some numbers you can call to contact us, but uh, while we're doing that, I want some backstreet boys. <laughs> sorry, I was just still creating it. If you're in the United States, you can dial uh, sorry one two one eight twenty magic. That's one two one eight two zero six two four four two. If you're in the United Kingdom, you can dial zero two zero eight one double four zero six double seven. If you're in Australia, you can also dial zero two eight double eight three five double six eight. You can also Skype the username MuggleCast, just like everyone was doing today. So you call in and leave a voicemail. Uh, we were actually going to have a voicemail show this week, but uh, Kevin was having a problem getting voicemail, so there's something wrong with our voicemail box. So we're looking into that, trying to get it fixed. You can also visit MuggleCast.com for complete contact information, including a handy feedback form to contact any one of us. And you can also contact us via our first name at staff.mugglenet.com. There's also some community outlets, the MySpace, Facebook, YouTube, Crapper, Last.fm, and the fan listing. You can also do the show at Dig.com. Vote for us once a month at Podcast Al. And rate and review us at Yahoo Podcasts. That's about it. Laura, Mike, you got anything else to say? Um, we got some rocket tunes playing here. We do. Let's hear it louder. You guys can see wow. Purposely made it during all of them. No? What? You can sing too. Oh, I can hear you. Oh, yeah, sing. Come on, anyone visiting Ustream.tv right now is gonna hear you sing. <laughs> oh boy, that's exciting. No! It's embarrassing. We're gonna be taking You right should off. put on hairspray and then we can sing. You really want hairspray? Oh, well, like, you don't listen to Hairspray enough. I, I, I don't really. I don't. Uh, okay, yeah, right. It's sort of not my thing. I don't. I got, yeah. I got an email. Someone called me a gay boy for listening to Hairspray this week. That's not. It wasn't very nice. No, it's not. But, uh. Jerks. Actually, no, we'll stick with the classic. Alright, uh, I guess we'll end the show with this today. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Once again, I'm Andrew Sims. We'll see everyone next week for episode 120, which will not be live. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Bye.